Hello, Location Indie listener, and welcome. What we have today for you is a very, very special Location Indie podcast because this is our Paradise Pack Sessions 2016. And what Jason and I did is we sat down, actually, we stood up for the entire live cast, and we did a six and a half hour live streaming broadcast where we brought on 12 of the world's foremost experts on what it's like to travel cheap, live a location-independent lifestyle, build a business, how to create a life of freedom. We chatted with them each for half an hour. We recorded it. We did it live. We got all of the questions that a lot of people were asking us. We answered them during the broadcast. And now what we're doing is making that audio available for you in 30-minute chunks, 30-minute episodes. There will be 12 Paradise Pack session episodes. So you, if you didn't get a chance to listen to them all or you didn't see us during live, guys, you can listen to all the amazing wisdom that was spewed out. We had Jacob telling us about his infamous no game. We had Carla discussing what it was like to be one of the world's first digital nomads, even though she didn't realize it. Matt revealing his awesome OSEM technique. Gabby talking about what it's like to live in Brazil and how she became a YouTube superstar. All types of different things. People touching on all variety of topics. You aren't going to miss, want to miss any of these. And we are doing this to celebrate the paradise Pack. And what the Paradise Pack is, is the world's best bundle of products for traveling, living, and working anywhere in the world. So if you're someone who's listening, and you're like, all right, I want to be location independent. I want to be a digital nomad. I want to be able to work from anywhere, do jobs that I love. I want to have my own freedom. That is what the Paradise Pack is all about. But a quick reminder, the Paradise Pack ends today, if you're listening to this when it comes out live, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. After that, you will not be able to get the Paradise Pack again, no matter how much you beg and plead. We are very sorry. We cannot give it to you again. So you'll never be able to get these products again. It's over $2,500 worth of the best resources in the world about how to travel cheap, build a business that can earn money from anywhere, and how to give yourself the three main freedoms, location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom, which we know you are about because you're listening to this podcast. So we cannot recommend it enough. $2,500 worth of products. We're selling it for $197, over a 90% discount. You can get that by going to the theparadisepack.com. Don't go to paradisepack.com because you'll see ice packs. Go to theparadisepack.com. You can check that all out. And don't forget to go there now. If you're listening right now and you're like, man, I haven't heard about the Paradise Pack before. I remember these guys talking about it, but I haven't picked mine up yet. Don't forget, you have to go there now because if you're interested, we don't want you missing out since this will never be available again. Once this is over, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, you won't be able to get the Paradise Pack again. So head there to theparadisepack.com. Check it out. And right now, why don't we jump into this Paradise Pack session interview with one of our amazing people who came on the live cast. Here we go. Ginger, you've got a lot to look forward to here. We're throwing out bad puns and cliches left and right. So that is um, awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Can you hear me okay, by the way? Yes, we can. We can hear you perfectly. Sweet. Awesome. So Thank you so much for joining us today. Guys, uh, everyone in the chat, we are now on our fourth expert. So we're going into, I guess, our, we're leading into hour two or whatever it is. I've lost track already. But, um, Ginger, what, what we've been doing with a bunch of the uh, people who have come on and um, because we, we know your story and some of the people might know your story, but just kind of asking them to start us off with a quick two, three minute version of 
what your life looked like before you were leading this lifestyle and kind of how the transition happened and, and what it looks like now, because I think that's really important for people who are listening to, to know, like, and we've said enough, like we weren't always doing this. We weren't born in the location independent lifestyle. It wasn't easy, anything like that, but we're fortunate that we're able to do it now. So if you could just fill people in on that, that would be awesome. Yeah, happy to. So first off, thank you guys for having me on. I'm super, super excited. This is like an online global virtual party, and that's super <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I kind of want to do a dance. I'll do that later. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> We're all three at standing desks right now. We're all three standing know, up. Right? like so, totally free. So keep that yeah. Energy. Dude, I, you guys, I am, um, I am here in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. So I don't know. I know Jason knows where that is, <laughs> but, uh, basically I chose this as my home base directly based on some past experiences where I was in a nine to five and I wasn't enjoying exactly what I was doing. And I wanted to do something totally intentional, totally like me, like in alignment with who I am. Right. And so what my life looked like before, um, it was also heavily travel inundated. I had studied languages at college. I really wanted to live in Europe. Um, I'm from Milwaukee originally. So Wisconsin born and bred, and now I live in Colorado, but in the in-between times, I actually was living in Germany for over three years. And that was really this experience of like, Whoa, this, there's this whole world out there. I'm going to travel as much as I possibly can. And have a home base that's like in another country. And so I did that for quite a while, like literally over three years, um, learned languages along the way, German, French, a little Italian, and decided, you know what, I want to actually base myself back in America and help other Americans travel. So that's how I kind of came full circle and chose Boulder as this awesome, I mean, Jason, you know, literally like it's entrepreneurial. It's people who are super healthy, people who are active. It's sunny like every day, literally. It's like sunshine outside my window. There are mountains two blocks from my house. Like it's awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what my life looks like now as opposed to like two, three, three years ago, I was living in Frankfurt in Germany, which sounds really cool, except for when you think about like, okay, well, what are my values? Do I value international banking? Not really. You know, that's like not really my jam. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, totally, totally intentional choice. That's that's really where you got to get to is you choose it for yourself and you go after it. Here in Norway, uh, the sun is not shining 300 days out of the year like it is in Colorado. No. And um, <laughs> but it has been shining the last week. So I went and played volleyball yesterday and there was a Whoa. beach volleyball and it was like super nice. Oh, man, this is like kicking it at the beach, you know, and uh People ask where I lived in, in the States and I tell them Colorado and they ask how the weather is there because the weather is a hot topic here. And I always say 300 days of sunshine a year thing. And like they, they're like, oh, really? And they seem surprised. But I really don't think they believe me. They I'm don't like, get it. No. Uh, you guys totally don't understand it. Really, truly <laughs> is sunny almost every day. I miss Colorado, as you can tell. But Plus two good ice cream places. Plus two good ice cream places in Boulder. Um because last year when we were doing the Paradise Pack, I was out at Jason's place in Boulder. Mm -hmm. And every day I'd take a little break, decompress, and go over to Glacier Ice Cream. It's Glacier, Ooh. right? That's the name of it. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was being healthy because I was biking there, but then I was also <laughs> eating a lot of ice cream. Biking there. It's a five minute bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> and 500 calories of ice cream. Perfect. That sounds perfect. If anybody uh, in the chat box that's here is just getting here, before we get into some questions with Jim, uh, if you haven't checked in yet and let us know where you're at in the world, we'd love love to know where you're at because you yeah. know where we're at. Travis is in the Philadelphia area. Ginger's in Boulder, Colorado right now, but I think she just got back from a pretty nice trip. 
from yeah. uh, following her pictures on Facebook. And uh, <laughs> I am in Oslo, Norway. So speaking of that, if anybody ever comes through here, please, uh, please let me know because it's always great to meet up. And uh, Ginger, let's talk travel because we we very we work very hard to curate this paradise pack in a way that blends location dependence, business, you know, of all levels from just getting started to more yeah. in-depth strategies and also travel, you know, and, and you're part of that travel side. So yeah. can you share a little bit about um, what totally. you do in travel the travel space? Yeah. Yeah, please. The travel savvy e-course. So, so thank you for asking. So basically I realized that like, you know, being from the Midwest where a lot of people don't necessarily think that they can travel, like it's not even accessible for them. I was starting to think about how can I actually make this really, really open for anyone to just step into, even if they're afraid because they don't speak the language or they have no idea where to pick as far as their first destination or, you know, thinking about what if I'm over there in some other country and I get mugged or I get sick or I have dietary restrictions or I have to deal with a 14 hour flight and I've never done that before and that's scary. So what I did was put together this video e-course which is the travel savvy e-course and it's awesome you guys. Like I don't just say that. I really truly have like tested this with participants, gotten their feedback. Like they're they're blown away. And for instance, one girl who went through the course uh, just last year, she's now living in Beijing, China and she's teaching English. So she nice. directly credits that big move to this course. And I would love to get more Americans traveling abroad, like love it. And everyone else too, obviously. Um, but yeah, just anyone who's like a new traveler, kind of unsure, has a lot of questions, like this course is for you. That's so great. That's and, um, and, um, you know, sounds like, sounds like uh, it's a great blend of everything that's involved with travel. So, I mean, there's going to be maybe some parts that, oh, maybe you already have a passport, so you don't need to kind of the skinny on that, but there might be, and you know, maybe you have a food allergy or something like that. So you can kind of almost pick and choose like an a la carte menu. We check the course yeah. out. It's awesome. And, uh, this, I would really encourage you guys to ask questions. If anybody out there is considering travel of any length of time, long-term travel, short-term travel, you got any questions at all, Ginger is here. She's here to answer yeah. them. And um, I, I think uh, it's a great opportunity to, to get some of your questions answered now. And Ginger, like, I, I guess I'd be remiss. I don't want to isolate like a portion of everybody watching here, but I think there are a lot of uh, women out there that have questions about, you know, single female travel. Yeah. Is it safe? It's always a difficult thing to bring up because it's... Totally. Uh, well, you, know, you guys I, foods, like you haven't dealt with it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you ask me, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> we can't speak from that experience. So anytime I get the opportunity to um, chat with somebody like yourself, that's, that's has a lot of experience in w within that realm, obviously yeah. being a female and having traveled a lot. Uh, we'd love for you to share a little bit about that experience and uh, maybe some tips on, um, on getting comfortable with that. Yeah, totally. Thank you for asking because it's super important. So even like, so say you're watching right now. Hi, by the way, I didn't actually say hi to all you guys. <laughs> um, let's say you're a guy and you're watching. Well, it's okay because this is probably applicable to like your sister or your girlfriend or your best friend or who knows what. So just keep this all in mind. And if she ever asks you, like now, you know, um, so ladies, now I'm talking to you. Basically, You've got to just push your comfort zones and baby steps. I know it sounds really simple, but here's the thing. A lot of women stop themselves even before they get started because they get overwhelmed with all of the fears that show up. Literally, like, what if it's not safe? How do I know if it's safe? What about knowing where I shouldn't go within a city? Or, you know, what if I'm alone at night or staying in a hostel alone? Or it's all about really like, yeah, thinking about safety. So for me, what I found is that 
like practice makes perfect. And I learn each time I go and go to another country. For instance, this past February, I went to Colombia by myself. That was a big comfort zone push for me because I don't speak great Spanish. And I was down there in a city that, you know, 20 years ago, Medellin, for example, is a city, it's no, it was known for like huge drug crime, like huge crime. So it has this background and this history of not being safe. But one of the ways that I did like find safety, so to speak, is number one, do my research. So figure out that like, actually, as of 2013, Medellin was named the most innovative city in the world, like in the world. That's kind of a big deal. So I felt a lot safer <laughs> because of that. And I figured, you know, why not connect with people who are there already and living there even before I go? And that's the biggest tip that I can give any woman out there who's kind of uncomfortable with the idea of traveling alone to a foreign country, especially if she doesn't speak the language. So there are a couple of communities that I totally recommend that you guys check out. Obviously, one of them is Couchsurfing. That's couchsurfing.com. There are city-specific groups. So if you say, okay, I want to go to Oslo, but I don't know that Jason's there because otherwise I would obviously visit Jason. Um, <laughs> and I, I want to like meet up with other female travelers. So I would go on couchsurfing.com. I would type in, you know, under the city, I'd type in Oslo, check out which groups come up. And then like either post a just total public message to be like, hey guys, I'm coming to the city, never been there before. Super excited to meet people who actually live there. Um, message me if you want to meet up, you know? And then I know some people right now are thinking, but what if there are weirdos? Like, what if they're creepy, wonky people? You know, um, that's where you get to trust your gut. And this is the practice part. So you get to practice figuring out your boundaries, what you're comfortable with, like meeting in a public place for the first time, having it be more than just one person at the first time, um, making sure it's during the day, you know, all these things that you can actually control. It's totally your choice to say yes, say no, say no, that actually sounds kind of like cool, but I kind of want to do it in this area of the city. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that you can really engineer your experience and it's really up to you to reach out and connect with people. Um, another community that I want to tip you guys off to, or you ladies off to specifically, um, is Magpie. It's new, it's for female travelers only, and it's magpie. or get magpie, I think is their handle, and then magpie.com. So M-A-G-P-I-E. Um, it's just for women. Okay. So check it out. Like you connect with, you can connect with other female travelers all around the world. And I could say more, like I could go on. <laughs> no, those are, those are great tips. And I shared yeah. a, a community or a site I've never heard of. So I'm really interested in checking that out. Sounds like a great, great. resource. Um, totally. So it sounds like, you know, just on the safety side, I mean, like reaching out, being proactive, maybe connecting with people beforehand, but also not letting them dictate uh, right. the experience, you're going to actually control that part of it. And that way you can, you can keep everything safe and, and it's all good. So, um, yeah. what about saving money? You know, we all have our different little tips and tricks. Can you think of a few, um, <laughs> dare I say savvy moves that, uh, <laughs> that you can pull that you have pulled off while you're traveling that you could teach yeah. us maybe some things that are a little bit less obvious than the, than the standard. Totally. Tips? Totally. So I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction, and it is going to relate to money. Um, it's not necessarily going to be the um, save your money by not drinking your latte thing. Okay. So basically, because you can do that too, right? And that'll, you know, that'll save you some money little by little, but it doesn't really feel empowering, right? So what I like to do is actually be, again, proactive. I like to go out there and find the money that's already lying around us in terms of grants, 
fellowships, um, jobs abroad, even if it's short term, um, all sorts of ways to actually like literally scoop up the money that is waiting for you as a person to step up into it and apply for it. So let's say, for instance, I have this guide, it's like super short, maybe 10, 11 pages, but it's chock full of resources because I realize that Americans, especially, they don't know about the grants and fellowships and scholarships and jobs that are out there. So in terms of like funding your travel, because I know this is like a big deal for pretty much everyone, let's be real. Um, there are opportunities that are already out there. So you don't have to like dip into your own bank account. For instance, like the first three years that I was living in Germany, I was not paying for that out of my own pocket. I literally, I got a grant for the first year, got all my housing, my health insurance, my travel to and from the country paid for. What was then the I was grant? Working. Can, can you share? Yeah, with sure. Yeah, that was the Fulbright grant. So it's like applicable in a lot of different countries. Um, America obviously has like a big presence because it was founded as a government grant, but um, it's in other countries as well. I know Germans come here, people in Australia can get it, people in South America can get it, all over the world really. Um, so there are two tracks. I taught English and cultural classes. You can also still be in school and be a Fulbright student scholar. And again, they'll pay for you to go and research something that you're interested in. That's like pretty cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I haven't thought of, or I hadn't really heard of that angle of it until uh, you shared your experience. But uh, you know, in in the Paradise Pack, we have the Manic Mats Guide to Teaching English Abroad. And to your point, I think teaching English if you're a native speaker is a very great sort of stepping stone uh, yeah. type of situation where you could, if you're really interested in living in another country, moving abroad, but you don't have a lot of money or you need to earn money while you're doing it, but it takes time to get a location independent business going or you're, right. you can't get it going right away. That's a great sort of transitional piece, I think. Yes. Did you find that in your experience? Yes. And I love that you said it as a transitional thing, because I know a lot of people think of like, oh, my God, I don't want to be an English teacher for my whole life. Why would I do this for a year or even like 10 months, an academic year? But like you said, I mean, it's basically a foot in the door, because during that, like, look at that chunk of time as an investment in yourself. First of all, you're getting paid to be there, which is awesome. Second of all, you're learning the language, which is also awesome and will help you in the future get other stuff. Um, third of all, you're developing all of the skills that you need to be like an, a location independent entrepreneur. You're learning resilience. You're learning persistence. You're learning how to, you know, break out of your comfort zone and talk to people that you normally would be scared to talk to, for example. Um, so it, really look at that even just like 10 months or so as a transition, as an investment. And then from there, like for instance, what you could do is go and work a bridge job, like work in a hostel, work as an au pair or whatever to stay in that country like I did for, for like two months and then look for a real job if you want to go that path. Or if you're already set on becoming an entrepreneur, then test test. So I'm wondering, I know you guys are a little bit frozen here. So I'm wondering if you can still hear me. I, I am here. Travis is frozen up. Um, okay. I, I okay. Am, you're here. Yeah. Great. <laughs> awesome. to check, Otherwise, if we're both like, gone, you're just going to have to keep carrying on and do uh, give us a little monologue here. I could totally uh, <laughs> do that. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Jake had a question in the, in the chat box. It's not really oh. a question, kind of a comment. Uh, it's, he has a variety of Dream travel locations, though, I've always been insecure in the process of establishing an itinerary and trip okay. planning in general. Uh, he wants to see different areas of Peru, but I don't understand how to approach the logistics of traveling in a totally unfamiliar and different, fu differently functioning location. You want to share some uh, tips on logistics and planning? Totally. Yeah. So uh, this is a great example, Jake, because I've actually never been to Peru. So I can tell you literally what I would do if I were 
just like, you know what? I want to go to Peru. This is how we are going to make this happen. Um, The first thing I would do is to like look online at what other travel bloggers, because there are so many of us out there who have written about these destinations really in great detail. Like for instance, obviously you guys are featuring Nomadic Bat in the Paradise Pack, which is awesome. I know there are other bloggers out there, like one I really, really enjoy following. Her name is Jody Ettenberg. She runs Legal Nomads, super inspiring person. I totally look up to her and she writes about food. So for me, I want to go for the food, for example, or I want to go for the mountains and the trekking and like would take a look at what's out there relative to my own interests. And then you're going to be able to find a ton on Google. So you just click on it, you read it and you say, Hmm, do I like that or not? (laughs) And then if you like it, then you put that into your itinerary. Now, the one thing about planning versus spontaneity, you kind of got to feel it out for yourself. I don't know, Jake, what your personal style is. I like to be in the medium. So I have like, basically I have capstones or like milestones during my trip that I want to definitely hit, but I won't plan every day. I won't plan every hour of every day. I just like to have the freedom to meet new people and have them inspire me with like, let's say they just went to this cool place over here and they tell me about it, then I might add that in spontaneously. So that's basically how I go about planning. And then again, going back to what I said for the ladies, especially supplies to you too, probably if you can reach out and get in touch with people who are on the ground in these locations, whether, like I said, it's through couchsurfing or you could also go through the global shapers network. Um, that's a more specific community and it's more like entrepreneurial um, or even like location independent communities. Um, I know like Sean Ogle has his whole world online that you could probably reach out through their Facebook group and connect with. So just use your your connectivity to your advantage. And those people that you connect with, they'll have tips for you. That's kind of how I do it. I take the local tips. Yeah. And Sean, Sean is a part, is a part of, of the Paradise, Paradise Pack this Paradise year. So he can make it today, but um, he's definitely in the pack. And I appreciate that. I think, uh, I don't know how you feel about it, Ginger, but you know, I, th- I think anytime you go to a new country, just, just to address Jake's question one more time or his comment, yeah. You know, even in ex- even experienced travelers have a little bit of a uh, butterflies in your stomach when you arrive oh, yeah. to a new place because uh, it's a totally new country and you're just not sure. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend people book those first few nights somewhere, maybe yeah. even spend a little more money than you normally would. You know, take a taxi there and uh, just you know get kind of settled, settled and get your head around things before. You know, because once you get boots on the ground, you will get more comfortable with the situation. And and unfortunately, there's only so much. You can do some mental prep and know that, but you still have to go through the experience to get that yeah. comfort. Yeah, and I would totally want to tack on one thing right there. Most people, when they feel those butterflies and they feel the nervous energy, um, they make it like they make themselves really wrong for it. Like they kind of get down on themselves, like, oh, I can't do this, or this is too intense, or this is just really too scary. And what I want to say to you guys, if you've ever experienced that, that that's just a stepping stone. That's actually like the midpoint. And I like to, I think there's this quote out there. Um, what is it? It's like adrenaline. No, hang on. Fear. Hmm. I'll come back to it. It'll come to me. Like, okay. I mean, I, I, I would say that's like <laughs> feeling alive really is what yeah. it is. You're like, yeah. oh, wow. Like I'm Oh, this is happening. I like I get out of my comfort zone. That's what you're yeah. doing. And it's a, it's a fantastic feeling. And here's the thing. This is what it is. It's fear is excitement without the breath. So mm. think about it. If you breathe and you're feeling that nervous energy, like, you know, if you're about to celebrate some huge achievement that you just won, you're like, Oh my God, I just won it. 
then you're breathing. But it, fear is like you're super constricted and you're not breathing. So if you're super nervous, if you have the butterflies, chances are you're probably just forgetting to breathe. So just breathe. It sounds like really hippie and I'm in Boulder. So hey, I'm in <laughs> Boulder. That. <laughs> That's a great Pearl Jam song too, on a side note. Um, Gianna, I hope... Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, Gianna, I think I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name correctly. She asked a, a, if you could share a little bit more about where you can find these research and transitional programs. Do you have uh, some core websites or hubs? I Yes, I do. So actually, if you go to travelersmindset.com, there is the guide on there. It's like literally seven bucks. It's like the best investment ever. Um, and that's the whole list of all of the guides that I've ever been able to find and compile into one place. It includes the links to the actual program. Um, or you can just like find me on Twitter, tweet at me. I'll shoot you the link. That's fine, too. Um, as far as like doing your own search, you totally can do that. I always recommend sort of the magic formula for Google is like you pick, let's say, your purpose for being there. So whether it's working, volunteering, teaching English, some verb, pick the verb that you want to be doing over there, then pop in. What are you looking for? Are you looking for a grant, scholarship, fellowship, job, whatever, and then pop in the country. So Peru, I don't know, Mongolia, like whatever, New Zealand. Um, and then if you want, you can add on the very end, what kind of citizen are you? So it might be for American citizens. So like grant for teaching English in Morocco for American citizens and then hit enter and like poof, you'll find stuff. Yeah, magic. <laughs> Google, magic. Google. I'm back. Sorry, everyone that uh, my computer crashed twice in a row. I didn't go to the bathroom, Jason, so I'm not doing pushups yet. Um, <laughs> Um, I got a question for you, Ginger, because this was one that was posed to me about traveling. And sure. um, I had a friend that I helped book a honeymoon, my best friend since second grade down to Argentina, right? And cool. I had never been, but I'm like, here's what everyone says, good, this and that. We booked this honeymoon. He used freaking fire miles, got down there for like 50 bucks, all that good stuff. Yay. And I get a text or an email. I, I don't even remember how he got a hold of me. And this was like day three. And he goes, um, what should I do if I'm in a place and I don't really like it as much as everyone says I would. And I was like, at first I'm like, oh no, this is my idea from the go. I booked all this. And, uh, but I, but I feel this, I felt this at times. I'm wanting yeah, to see your feedback on like what it's like when you're at a place and you're like, well, everyone says it's awesome. Or I feel like I should be feeling so great about this, but I'm just, I'm not no. for whatever reason. Well, it kind of depends on how, how much you've locked yourself into it and how much you're willing to spend if you have locked yourself into it to get yourself out of it. <laughs> so like, give, I'll give you an example. I was over in, um, in, I've been to Thailand three times. The longest I stayed was about six or seven weeks. And um, I love the north of Thailand. Um, despite what everyone was saying about the south of Thailand, the islands, the beaches, they're so awesome. Like, anyway, people were talking up the islands. And I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, I'll spend some time on the islands. Um, went to one of them, it's Co-PP. And if any of, any of you out there listening have been to Co-PP, you know, you'll know it's more of like a party island, super hardcore to like 6am every single night. And I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> like, I want to go snorkeling. I want to do like nature stuff. And, you know, I'll party and dance and stuff. But I don't want to do this every day. So that was a perfect example where I said to myself, like, I do not want to spend any more time here. I'm just going to book the ferry and leave. So it's okay to like have a, you know, an experience that kind of was a dud. Um, it doesn't really say anything about you as a traveler. It just means you've learned something. You've probably learned something about your style and that location, obviously. So don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Just 
take a new action and you'll find something awesome. And, uh, and I love that you said that it's okay because of the fact that I think that people don't think it's okay. Like they think that every day has to be this mountaintop. Like this is what I work so hard for. I'm traveling. And you know what I realized? Cause this happened to me too. And I kept thinking everyone loves Penang, Malaysia. I hate it. Like I just don't like it. And I, I was bought this, was my first trip, my first backpack. And I was so bummed at myself for hating it, not yeah. hating it, but just not enjoying it. Totally. And, um, what I realized was that's what allows me to be so excited. And when you're in the places that you really love, yeah. That's what allows that to happen. Like now I can be like, I love Cape Town, South Africa. I love Chiang Mai, Thailand, because you know what it's like to not love something. So you, yes. you need to have both sides of the coin. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Go ahead. I also, I just want to add in, you know, because this is the Paradise Packs travel and location dependence. We're m marrying these two worlds of like business and travel and um, freedom and, and all of those things that we value. And I think there are so many parallels I hate, I hate to use the metaphor of like, oh, it's the journey of travel. Like it's the same with business. And I know you're, you it run is. a business around this as well. And it's totally. like those ups and downs, those highs and lows, even like the low points help, help you grow, make you stronger, yeah. uh, make you a better person in so many ways. And it's the same, I think with travel, like you said, you end up in a place yeah. you, you don't like so much. Maybe you're just learning, okay, a little more about yourself. Okay. I don't really totally. like these things or there's some reason this place isn't jiving with me and that's okay. And having to make decisions on the fly and all those types of things. It's just, I know you talk about right. that a lot, just like kind of travel self-improvement. And uh, yeah. I think it's really important. Thanks. And I, I definitely, definitely appreciate the acknowledgement. It's something that you, you learn as you go. And one thing that I love helping people with across the board, doesn't matter where they're from or where they're going, is having intentional travel experiences that are actually transformational. You're not going to escape your life. You're going to have a personal inner transformation because it's badass and it's going to happen. So you pick a destination based on how far out of its out of your comfort zone it is. And you actually go to that destination in order to grow, in order to maybe become more creative. You might pick Bali because Bali is known to be this really lush, awesome, creative environment with a lot of artsy people. Or you might pick Colombia because it's got an edge, it's got drive, it's got ambition, right? So you might go there and actually absorb the energy of the place and it'll help you become more of whatever it is that you want to become. So that's what I love about designing transformative travel experiences for people because it's just, it opens up a whole new side of travel that we normally don't explore, but it's totally available to us. And speaking of travel and destinations, uh, before ginger bounces uh our next guest is going to be tim leffel we're going to be talking about the world's cheapest destinations for 2016 he has this updated guide that uh is part of the paradise pack it complements another guide he has and it's exclusive to the paradise pack and uh you know these things shift they change and i love talking to tim because he gives us the scoop on on where to go so he's coming up pretty soon um i wanted to give i think you're going to appreciate this ginger because uh, i'm not sure if you're looking at the chat box but nina had a real heartfelt thing to say. She said, I'm a codependent person who wants to break free for all the reasons you mentioned and a million others. This year has been a game changer for me. It was like a spark at the beginning, but now it's a reality. I am really stuck in life. So traveling will be something immensely different. The only thing I have is bravery, nothing else. And the fact that she's here, I think is, you know, brave and putting yourself out there to say something like that. You're already brave, Nina. So just big Go shout Nina. out to you. Dude, yeah, yes. it's awesome. Love if you need that. help, you need support, or like someone in your corner, reach out to me. And I get it. As a woman, we've got some different challenges, but seriously, you're all like, thank you for reading that because I actually didn't see it. But um, yeah, Nina, definitely, you're on the right track. This is going to be like the best thing for you. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, love awesome. it.
Thank awesome, you so guys. much, Ginger. Thank you. Woo! I'm so excited. Enjoy okay. that sun in Boulder, Colorado, because uh, I'll be up in the mountains this weekend, so I will. <laughs> I'm missing it, and of course, the travel savvy e-course is part of the Paradise Pack, where Ginger drops a ton more knowledge on uh, everything travel related. So we're, we're just thrilled to have you in here, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. If you loved that Paradise Pack session, don't forget we've got 11 other ones for you. So however you're listening to this podcast, whether that be on iTunes, whether that be on Stitcher, whether that be on Jabbercast, whether you're listening to it from our website, you can also get the 11 other Paradise Pack sessions from 2016 at that same location. So check those out. Lots of cool information being passed around by some of the world's foremost experts. Also, do not forget that the Paradise Pack itself ends today, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11. 59 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want the world's best resource, the best bundle out there, we have done every single thing we could to pack it full of value, over $2,500 worth of resources for only $197. It's over 90% off. Don't forget to head to theparadisepack.com because it ends today, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So head on over theparadisepack.com. Do it now if you want to grab the Paradise Pack so you don't forget. Um, we cannot give it to anyone after the clock strikes zero on our countdown timer. So head on over to theparadisepack.com. Check it out. And thank you for joining us today with the Paradise Pack sessions. Don't forget to check out the other ones. Thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you later.